everyone's got opinions when it comes to leadership. And let's be honest, how many experts do we all know? But where can we find real leadership advice that's not BS? Well, look no further. Welcome to No BS Leadership, where on each episode, we attempt to expose the gap between what leaders think they should be doing and what actually works without the BS. Listen in as we irritate some, inform others, and challenge all leaders to discover a better path to the leadership excellence we all want. I didn't tell you guys, but I went to the doctor last week and he told me that there was something wrong, that, that my DNA was backwards. And I said, and? Not that one coming. <laughs> so welcome to another No More Leadership BS podcast. <laughs> and I'm your host, Jeff Geyer. I'm with Jeff Conroy, Jeff Geoff McLaughlin, Miss Myra Hall, and Dr. Sam Jennings. And we are having a great time. There's things going on around us. We were just discussing the, the fire on uh, Maui, and, and that's a horrible, terrible thing. And depending upon your politics in, in the U.S., there's things going on and there's stuff going on around the world. But we're here to tell you that it's not all BS and that there are good things happening. You just have to look for them. They are there. And today we're going to talk about the perspective of a leader and are our leaders always accurate? Are they always right? And here's a here's the questions I'd like for us to toss around during this episode is a leader has to be right sometimes, but is being right is more all about having the right answers, right? I, I think most maybe small or not small, but young leaders, everybody's small to me, I'm so tall, but Young leaders, people that are inexperienced, they become their first leadership experiences where, well, I'm the leader, so I have to have the answers. And the people that, that they lead come to them and ask them questions, and they think it's important to, ha to have the answers. So be being right is all about having the answers. But as a leader, I, I think it's more important for us to get to the right answers, not to necessarily have the right answer, but getting to that right answer is all about creating and, and, and encouraging and supporting that environment of trust and empowerment and connection and things we we talk about. So, uh, Myra, tell me about your perspective on leadership and the perspective of a leader having to get everything right, having to always make the right decision. And there is different ways to look at what came to my mind, Jeff, immediately was when somebody has to be right, they miss the opportunity to collaborate, to come up with a better answer, but they also set up a defensive situation. And then it gets into not what is right, but who is right. And that, and I know you're coming at it from a different perspective of putting that burden on yourself of having to be right. But when you do, when you act through that, then being right becomes part of your identity and it becomes something to defend rather than something to attain. And difference there is making good relationships because when you include other people, then firm that they have something to, to give to the situation. 
but it also takes the burden off of your shoulders. Being right all the time is heavy. It's heavy. And and to have to defend that just because you think as a leader you have to be right, that's a big burden. That's a piece of baggage you need to put. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't. It, it's impossible to carry it uh, from my perspective. I agree with that totally. Geoff, I know in your history, you've had some very autocratic leaders above you that I think, I, or at least I'm assuming, always acted like they, they were right. What's your thoughts on this topic? I was going to piggyback off of what Myra said, because when she said, if you always have to think you're right, I immediately thought, I'm a man. I'm pretty much sure I'm wrong most of the time. So. <laughs> I just come to accept that as like, you're a conditioned man. Conditioned <laughs> to know the truth. Make sure your lovely wife listens to this episode. Exactly. But know that the hard part is that we can't always be right. I, I don't care who you are. We're not going to be right all the time. If we can actually accept that, the perspective shift of, I have to be right frequently because if you're going to be the leader of an organization, we want that consistency and that competency. You need to be making good decisions, which means you're doing a lot of things right. It doesn't mean you're doing everything right. Yes. And that perspective shift, I was just looking the other day, I was on Instagram and I just happened to see this picture and it was this beautiful old log that had fallen down. And so it was sitting on a, it looked like a beach and there's this gal, she's got her phone on the sand and you see it and you go, oh, okay, this is pretty cool. And you're just like, it's a beautiful picture. And so she's setting up her phone and it's a video. And then all of a sudden she starts to walk away. And as she walks away, you start to realize that she starts to get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And to get the tree in the picture, the tree was three times as tall as she was at the trunk. And this was a massive tree, absolutely massive. But the perspective you had of it before and after change because of new information. As leaders, when we get new information, it should change our perspective. It should change the way we see a situation or we see an employee or we see a decision that we make because we have new information. That new information has to go in and has to give us a perspective shift. If we don't change our perspective, if we're not willing to look at it, then we're going to have some pretty big issues. So just that willingness to accept that I'm going to make the decision with the information I have. And when something new comes up, I will then make a better decision. And that should be, that's just general life advice too. That's just how, how we are as humans. Yeah, that's good stuff. I, I, I think most leaders, Dr. Sam, rise to their leadership positions because of their ability more or less to problem solve and, and get things done. Do you have something that could help a leader make that shift from being right all the time to getting things right? If I was working with a leader who was who had that disposition about being right, my first question would probably be, what's important to you about being right? There you go. And mm -hmm. there's probably some internal value there. There's probably also some external so then I would ask about the external more and how can you achieve that feeling more often? You need to know everything or you get to know everything. Mm -hmm. and, and let's talk about it. Obviously, I gave him a binary, which isn't a great coaching question. But the issue is, as Geoff said, 
if you can't go exploring to understand better, all you'll get to see is the direction you're pointed. So there's no possibility of knowing everything because you can't from your one point of view. Being able to be open to other people's information and observations makes you a better leader. So if somebody wants to go up the chain of command, arguably, better, the more effective a leader you are, the better you are about taking in information. Third, with the first level of understanding, who knows this problem the best? People experiencing it. Ask them for their point of view. And from there, you can start to gain trust, gain appreciation, and gain insight on how to make that decision, but also the subsequent ones after that. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff right there. Wow. Rewind that and uh, listen to it again. That's good advice right there. Mr. Conroy, you have, my friend, lots of experience in, in this realm as a leader, as a creating relationships and influencing other people and coaching and delegating and all those, I guess, critical components of being a leader. I, I don't think any of those components and your success as a leader employing those components is reliant upon your your necessity to have all the right answers. No. Am, am I wrong? No. No. My years of experience have taught me to listen to others' input. I'm a big Trekkie. I love Star Trek and I especially love mm-hmm. Next Generation. It's huge Next Generation. And what I loved about Picard, Captain Picard, John Luke, John Luke Picard, it's for those Trekkie fans out there. When he had his conference room and he had the senior officers around the table. And if you ever watch one of those episodes, each one of the officers is giving input and Picard's just listening. And he's gathering information. If being a longtime leader has taught me anything is leaders don't manage in a vacuum. You don't know it all. Sorry. You just don't know it all. Your crystal ball is broken. So you really do need the input and feedback of those around you. Now, trusting that feedback is, is something else. You need to trust the feedback that you're getting. And that, that takes time and understanding, but you need to make decisions based upon information that is being given to you. I used to tell people just because you're telling me doesn't mean I'm going to do it. I just want to hear it as for feedback. I need that. So as a leader, your job is to disseminate that or to interpret that information and then make decisions based upon that. Are you going to make everybody happy? No. You want to make everybody happy? Sell ice cream. But you are <laughs> going to you are going to do what's best for the organization and, and for those that you are leading. Now, is every decision you make the right one? No. No. You're going to make mistakes, but luckily no one's dying, and you can step back, understand, show empathy, and then go back and restate purpose and take a different direction. It's trial and error, and leaders don't know it all. Sorry to break yeah. it to you, man. Yeah, if you think you do, you're you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're not yeah. right. You don't. But Myra, you had a, a, a good thought about the difference between doing the right things and being right. There are some times that being right probably isn't synonymous with doing the right things. Being right means that you adopted it as part of your identity. It's part of who you are. It's, it's what you are being. And so to challenge that, you're defending yourself and that sets up another whole sets of problems. Doing is a is an action. It's something you, you decide to go in this direction. It's not necessarily 
attached to who you are, but what you are doing. The really bad part about being right is it strangles your growth. Yep. Because, because you can only learn by making mistakes, by doing things. And when you make Preach. mistakes, you can learn from that. You can grow and you can get better. But if you are stuck on being right, then you're never going to rise the level because you're constantly defending your position. Correct. Love that. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. good stuff. My mic drop right there. She's 100% correct. <laughs> I have a friend. We've had the very serious conversation that went exactly like this. You can be right or you can be happy. You have to choose. Yeah. And like little things that he just would not let go of. They said this word wrong. And I'm like, dude, who cares? Yeah. I keep, and I'm like, okay, you can be right or you can be happy. You yeah. can be right or you can be happy. Whatever yeah. you want. That's a hundred percent on you. And, uh, yeah. There's a lot of, there's so much to do with leadership. It's the nexus of this podcast to sift out the, stuff that's BS and and the stuff that will actually work. And I really do think that, that most of us ha, have elevated to leadership positions be, because we're good at what we do and because we have the answers and we're good at problem solving and all that. But once you become the leader, being that authoritarian figure that has all the right or thinks they have all the right answers and just dictates to people and, and causes people like GF was talking about to not be happy. And like you're talking about Conroy to just push it on, on people all the time and not build relationships and not build trust and all those things. All, all that stuff is BS. That's not how you lead people. It's not yet. Yeah, yes, you can lead people that way, but at some point you will look around and, and you'll go, where are all my people? You'll be standing there by yourself. It's right. just a, a ridiculous thing. Lead, leadership's about influence and coaching and perspective yeah. and, and all those things. So I wanted to end this episode with three tools that any leader can use. And, and I think young leaders or new leaders probably will use these tools more, but maybe a, it's a good reminder for us more experienced leaders. And, and here are the three tools. Lead with questions. When somebody even brings you a, a, a challenge or a problem or something that you feel like you need to solve, start asking questions. And some of them are simple questions like, what's working? Tell me, tell me what's not working. Boy, if we could address or fix this problem, what would that look like? What would the successful outcome look like? So that's number one, lead with questions. And number two, when they start answering those questions, here's the key. Say yes and yeah. or Tell me more about that or yeah. is what else could you add? Th those kind of things. So yes and or tell me more. That's a great one. And here's the third one. Seek feedback. Like Conroy was just talking about, as a leader, I want people to give me feedback. I want them to feel comfortable enough, trust, trust me enough, trust our relationship enough to come to me and go, hey, this is what I think. And if your people aren't coming and telling you um, what they think, then you need to go ask them, hey, can you tell me, give me your perspective on X, Y, Z, whatever it is. So very three, three things, real easy, real quick. Lead with questions. When they start answering the questions, go yes and or tell me more, something like that. And then three, 
regardless of what's going on, seek feedback. You are not the answer person. Not at all. Okay, let's wrap this up. Go around the table. Myra, what say you to get this one, get people off of this? They have to be right all the time. I like what you offset. You can be right or be happy. And I might add, you can be right or you can grow. You can be right or you can get better. It's if you have to be right is going to constrict any growth or any really make an impact. You can be right or you can make an impact. Yep. Conroy. You're talking about being the person that people come to you and ask, getting feedback from, but they need to trust you enough to do that. So you need to build that relationship. It's a chain of excellence. You got to build the relationship to get the feedback. Yes. G off. I'm going to say change your perspective literally and metaphorically get out of the office. If you're making a big decision where you think you need to be right and take a walk and yourself. Yep, exactly. See what else is going on and get a literally change your perspective and look at it in a different way. Ooh, that's good. Dr. Sam, take us home, baby. Ever you hear the word feedback for all the leaders. I want you to please think about feedback loop. Because the example that uh, Conroy gave, hard sitting or taking in the information, that's great. What I used to do in those situations was feedback. Here's what I'm thinking about doing. How am I wrong? How's this going to land? That's integrate this idea and then go take action. And then the response was, if we're right, we're wrong, I'm wrong. We'll take this forward and go, we'll proceed. So the feedback loop is imperative as a leader. It's not a one-way street. I, I call that floating the question. Just float the question out there. Yeah. Oh, that's great stuff. Ooh, gives me goosebumps, man. Because you're listening to this episode, you are now, you've invested 20 or 30 or so minutes. You are better equipped to be a more effective and successful leader. I'm not ashamed to say that. You have just listened to five of the best people that could give you perspective on leadership and what it means to be successful. I am so excited you were with us today. For Jeff Conroy, Jeff Geoff McLaughlin, Miss Myra Hall, and Dr. Sam Jennings, I'm Jeff Geyer. We are the No More Leadership BS team, and we look forward to talking to you again next week. Go out and make it a successful week. I'd love to hear what's going on. Make sure you let us know now. We're all over social media. We're as viral as can be, right? At least we think we are. We'd like to be maybe. But you can go old school. We don't have a fax machine, but you can go old school at askus at leadershipbs.co. That's the old email thing for you youngsters. Anyway, till next week. Carrier pigeon works as well. Carrier pigeon. Carrier pigeon works. Send us smoke signals. Whatever. We we are here and we look forward to helping you become all you can be as a leader. We are the No More Leadership BS crew and we'll see you next time. So long, everybody. Bye. Bye. Later. Bye.